thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Nailer Talia Farrell. And on today's Road to the JE episode, I have a special guest with me, none other than President of the OPEI, Chris Kaiser. How's it going, Chris? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. It's it's been too long, like I said, off off air here. Too too long since we've talked, since we've seen each other. I think everyone's kind of getting that um GIE fever, I guess we'll call it, you know, after uh last year, you know, that blip year and things being postponed. So it's uh been a long time coming. I've had that fever for a year. I'm ready to get rid of it. So I'm looking forward <laughs> to being in Louisville next month. Yeah, I hear you. Um, so uh, I, I just also wanted to say that we're not going to really go into your whole background or origin story here. If, if you remember, you know, when I came up and visited you guys a couple years now, I feel like um, up there at OPEI headquarters and I, I interviewed you for video and everything. I didn't have a podcast at the time, but it was definitely an idea. Uh, but I didn't I didn't have it at that time. So but what, what I now I do have one. So what I can do is uh, I've take the audio out of different videos, you know, old videos for different things. And then I, and I make podcast episodes of that. So basically, I took, um, you know, the audio from from that interview of us where you kind of talked all about what is OPEI? What does it stand for? Who am I? You know, all that whole thing, uh, the whole origin story that's that's on that episode. So we don't we don't need to uh, repeat that for the listeners. Um, they can just refer back to that previous episode, um, and, and which is the episode prior to this one um, as it's aired. So really what I wanted to dive into today was um, obviously talking about this GIE coming up 2021. That's what everybody is focusing on. But I wanted to focus a little bit on shedding some light on what are some challenges um, for the the GIE, you know, when, when things such as a a pandemic happened. You know, last year, obviously it was postponed and pretty much everything was postponed. I mean, there was a lot of stuff going on and I, I, a lot of folks were obviously bummed, disappointed, but they don't really know what, what, how challenging it is to make those kind of decisions for a show such as the GIE and, and kind of what, what did come, like, what were the things that kind of made that uh, the, be the final decision? If, if you don't mind shedding some light on that. Sure. Sure. Um, the health and safety of, uh, you know, our attendees and the exhibitors is, 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 first and foremost, our, our primary concern. And in the end, we just felt we couldn't conduct it safely with uh, the knowledge we had at the time. Um, a lot of other shows, well, almost all of the shows, uh, did the same thing. We're in a different place now. Um, but it's a, it was a tough decision. As you know, the Expo is a very significant business enterprise uh, worth millions of dollars um, to the exhibitors, attendees, the owners. Um, and so it's a tough decision. A lot of money had been invested in having the show. We got close. Um, and so how would we handle that if we canceled? Would those monies roll over with the show? You know, what about future shows? Um, and so a lot of that had to be taken into account. Um, it was problematic on the financial side. So OPI and our partners took a financial hit. Um, but it was in the best interest of the attendee. Now, as a result, there's a lot of new product uh, in the wings. There's a lot of pent-up energy. There's a big demand. Um, although there's some uncertainty today, there is – I'm sure you're going to get into it, but the uh, indicators on the show are really quite good for 2019. So we are going forward with that show. Um, but in the end, the health and safety of our attendees uh, is what drove that decision. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. And and again, it, it, what I do recall, it was kind of, like you said, it, it did seem like it was going to happen. And, you know, you guys, everyone tried whatever they could, but it, it kind of came down to the wire where you guys just had to make that decision. And like you said, it's all about the health and safety of, of the attendees. And that's really, really what it comes down to. And I, I remember back then, 
you know, because I have the Facebook group Road to the GIE, and obviously there's a lot of um, conversation and engagement in there on, on various levels. And, and when all this kind of came through, you know, there was mixed opinions and every, everybody was unanimously bummed, obviously. But, you know, you we have to do what we have to do, and you guys had to do what you guys had to do. And what I just try to sum it up as, you know, just one example, like when the schools close around here, right? And it's like, oh, man, there wasn't even that much snow or it wasn't even that bad or whatever. And it's like, look. You got to err on the side of caution. Do you want to be that superintendent that decided not to close schools and a bus went off the road because they slid off the road or something and a whole bunch of children, you know, got injured or, you know, heaven forbid anything worse than that? Like, do you really want to be that person that that didn't call it like err on the side of caution and safety? Be safe. You got to look out for the best interest. I mean, there could be that one neighborhood or that one section of the school district that is just not, you know, it's just not going to be the safest. So you got to think about that, not just like the the city streets where all those are fine or whatever. So there's just a lot that goes into it. And that's what I was trying to, you know, relay last year and, 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 you know, tell people to kind of put everything in perspective, because like you said, it's all about safety, safety first and the safety of your attendees. And, you know, some people might've been fine, but other people might not have been. And it's just one of those things. So, um, I, I appreciate everything you guys do. And, um, you know, the, the, this show is, is such a, uh, something to look forward to. It's, it's kind of a, a game changer, uh, and a business changer in a lot of ways for, for, especially if people are going through transitions in their business or they're just starting their business. I mean, there's just so many resources there, obviously tons of equipment, lots of networking opportunities. Um, and it, it's, it's just been phenomenal. So before we go into what, what to expect this year, um, I think we might've talked about this in the past, but let's just kind of go through it again. You know, since, since some things at that time that I interviewed you, we didn't, it was leading up to 2019 and that was like, man, 2019 was where it was at. Like, it was like, that was, I feel like the peak of everything. If, if you agree, uh, there was so much going on in 2019. It was such a great show. Did, do you agree with that? I do. And it was our largest show ever. So yeah. it was our largest square foot, and our largest uh, attended show. So no, 2019 was a dynamic year for us. Yeah. And I remember I, you, I went up to the OPEI annual conference and spoke there and uh, you invited me there. We, we just had a lot of, a, a lot of great things going on uh, leading into that. So hopefully, um, you know, we, we can continue that momentum into 2021, but I wanted to say, or ask you what what is what have you seen over the years leading up to 2019? What are some key changes that you've seen, like you know, on the showroom floor, you know, different type, different things that you've seen there, you know, whether it be equipment, attendees, all of the above, and anything and everything. What what are some standouts for you? Sure. Well, you have to keep it current, right? So a lot of, a lot of folks come for new product, uh, new product offerings, and what's current in the marketplace. Uh, what are trends, and then what issues or business. Um, Factors have arisen where peer-to-peer learning is key, right? And so uh, manufacturers do hold product uh, in the rear. I mean, they hold it for debut at Expo. I know that's going to happen again this year. Um, So new products, the ability to engage with one another peer-to-peer, you guys are fantastic with that. The the events uh, that you kind of do and the meetings that you do, that's where you do get to share information and stories and experiences. Certainly with COVID is, is a big one, right? And so there are people that thrived and there are people that didn't. And so let's understand how that happened, why it happened, uh, what was the effect on dealers. Again, some dealers thrived, some didn't. Retail was strong. Um, you know, it was a banner sales year for the industry as people reconnected to the outdoors. Is that a permanent fixture or have people reconnected in a meaningful way? You know, I have an outdoor office now and we have we, we call it backyarding types at Turf Mutt. 
all the different kinds of things people are doing with their backyards, driving some of those sales. So all of those kinds of topics um, are good for Expo. Obviously, it's you know, Nate, you know, border to border, coast to coast. You get a wide range of experiences and opinions. Uh, and then the typical stuff, right? The labor shortages that are acute and real um, across multiple industries, but certainly affecting our own. What can landscapers do to keep their people year round? What can they do to hold their people um, in, a, in a, this competitive environment? And that's one of the reasons we went into, you know, a lot of landscapers now are doing some tree work. And so we did got into tree training. Um, we have the drone zone coming up this year because now people are beginning to use drones. People are beginning to use interconnected product, robotic product. Um, and so all of those products, uh, software and technology around those products uh, is showcased at Expo. And as you well know, you can experience that product or see those products in use. You can drive them. You can ride them. Um, you, UTVs are, are a growing segment in the business. So we have a UTV trust, test track this year. The tree will be back for entry training. So that's the key is we want to stay current with landscaping needs and trends, um, making sure that we have the latest and greatest um, equipment available and that we offer education sessions where peer-to-peer learning can be had. Uh, and I think that's been the key to Expo success over, you know, we're 40 years young now and we're rebranding into two. And so my members are investing in a very significant way for two, two. So they believe this show um, is here to stay and it remains a strong show. Yeah. I've been hearing a lot about, you know, two, two, what, so what are, what are some things that if you're able to share, like what, what are some ideas and things that might be looking forward to in the future of the GIE? Get started today with GPS track it and get your first month free. Register at gpstrackit.com slash LCR or call 855-930-2323. Real-time vehicle tracking, time and driver management, driver behavior, equipment asset protection and management, and smart video dash cam solutions all in one place. Improve route density and productivity, save on fuel and idle time cost. Protect your vehicles, recover lost or stolen vehicles, no contracts, and a low monthly price. GPS Trackit. Find the link and phone number in the episode description. It's the GIE Expo 2021. And you're going to be there, so... While you're visiting, you've got to attend Influencer Live. Powered by Kohler. On Friday, October 22nd at 8 a.m. This is the first live audience podcast where you can laugh and learn from the top names in our industry's community. With the big names. Like Naylor, Kalia Farrow, Paul Jameson, and Caleb Alvin. With guests like Alan Hain, the Lawn Care Nut, Corey Ballard, Sean and Savannah Spencer, and Jason Creel. Don't miss out on this opportunity. Opportunity to reconnect with your community at Influencer Live, powered by Cooler. Yeah, two two is where the ownership changes modestly. Um, OPI will own one hundred percent of the show, but continue to work with landscape professionals and our our partners on education. But it will allow us to more meaningfully uh, evolve the show with a little less complexity. So we'll have we don't want to. We were hearing complaints that there was too much to do. There's too big, too much education, too many events. How can I do it all? And so we want to better coordinate that. And so we want to have education sessions. All the education now will be out at the expo um, in those buildings. Uh, some people work 
frustrated with being downtown and having to shuttle back and forth. And so all of the education that will be offered to two will be out at Expo. Um, we've just signed an education agreement with Marty Grunder and the Go Group. Um, we're going to sign another education uh, deal with uh, one of the big media trades in the space to do very specific kinds of things. Uh, this year, we're going to do some focus groups. We want to really focus also in women leadership in, in the industry and business on the landscaping side. So we're going to do some focus groups um, with women's groups. Um, the management of the show, as you know, the management of the show has been the same for 40 years since its inception. So after 40 years and this change, the management has decided to retire. Um, now we're going to take the ba- all of the show staff um, that weren't in that and bring them into our own management. So OPI is opening an office in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, the, and that's where the show staff will be. So we, we've refocused on Louisville. We become a citywide event. We have a very strong partnership with um, the city. As you know, we have a ribbon cutting on our new offices on the 19th. You're certainly invited to be there. The mayor will be there, a cabinet secretary from the governor's office, um, my board of directors, Looks like it'd be a nice event. We have a beautiful, beautiful new office. So there really is a commitment, and there's a desire to make it more relevant, but we also want to have some fun. And so we've upped the ante. We're spending more money. Uh, Trace Atkins will be uh, one of the acts we're bringing in. Dave Faraday will be our keynoter. Um, so we're already investing in, in those kinds of things where we want you to have speakers that you wouldn't have somewhere else, entertainment. Um, it's a, that's a terrific option. So we're going to have Mulligan's five run. We're going to have a five run that Wednesday morning. Um, so we're, we, those are the kinds of things we're going to do for 2-2, but we're just getting started. So you kind of alluded, well, for one, that sounds amazing. So I'm looking forward to that, but we're we're definitely getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, but that's good because we, we're, we're looking forward to, so, to a lot of good, exciting things. So for 2021, you did kind of allude to some things, but uh, what, what are what are some other things that, that people can expect? Uh, well, I know for one thing, there should be plenty of grass, right? I mean, they had an extra year to grow that grass and make it look beautiful, right? That's one but big they change. Do, yeah, they do tear it up in advance of us. Now, Remember, the Kentucky Exposition Center invested millions of dollars in that outdoor area. So this will be the first time you've been back where, I mean, it's been leveled, graded, elevated. They've put in some ramps and steps, and they've put in roads. I mean, we've all been in there after it's been pouring rain, and the paths can get pretty challenging pretty quick. Um, but what they, the, they've invested a lot of money in drainage, irrigation, that sort of thing. So it looks a heck of a lot better. Um, it's going to be easier for our exhibitor setups. It's going to be easier to walk it. Um, those paths are now asphalt roads. So we've actually have asphalt roads through there. Now we've named all those. So they're Turf Mutt Road, Lucky Lane, Mulligan Way, UTV Drive, uh, Backyard Road. So we've got some interesting names for those. So our exhibitors will actually have an address, right? You might be 25 Mulligan Way. Awesome. Um, but it's really a, a nice setup. And so one of the things out of UTV Drive uh, we've, we're going to create the first driving experience for UTVs. One of the challenges, as you know, is they were if they were constrained in an outdoor booth, that's not much, can't get a lot of testing done on a UTV. And so we have greatly expanded that and included a driving tr- tr- test course um, for that. So that'll come in. We've set up, you know, we brought in tree training. And one of the things we learned immediately from the, our landscapers in sort of the tree business is they use drones and a lot of landscapers now are using drones 
Uh, they want to see if that tree is safe to climb. What are the conditions they're on? Landscape, big landscapers are using drones to survey, uh, to get, you know, estimates, uh, get the topography, what's draining, what's not, what's wet, what's not. Yeah. And so we were partnering with Indiana State University. They're going to come down. Uh, we're setting up an indoor drone experience, an outdoor drone experience. So we'll be in the south wing, southwest corner with the drone zone. So that'll be new. We're going to bring another. The tree was a big hit for us. And so we're going to take down another tree with uh, Davy Tree. We'll put that on a flatbed, bring it into Freedom Hall. So there are some new things uh, in the works for 21. And, and just so you know, the numbers are pretty strong. There is some. Uh, we have more. It was a, 2019 was the largest show we've we've had in attendance. And right now, our landscape contractor numbers are running ahead of 2019. So it's a very good sign. Um, the softness on the exhibitor side is with Canadian and Chinese exhibitors, and they're citing travel restrictions. But other than that, the show looks extremely solid, and the numbers are quite good. So we know the show is going to come off. Uh, the Big Utility Expo, that's probably the largest show in the country this year by square feet. They're actually loading that right now into the Kentucky Exposition Center. That'll come off next week, um, and we'll get a good sense of how a big show does in that space. But we're ready to go, and, and we know we've already worked with the, um, the governor's office and Kentucky Venues State Fair Board. Um, they're not going to cancel or pull the plug on the show. And so we know it's going to go forward, and we're delighted. Yeah, that that is great news because again, you know, the Facebook group road to the GIE that I'm on, you know, that or that that I that I created and that I'm a moderator and admin of. There's lots of questions on there all the time, lots of feedback. So you, you've answered a lot of those just right off the bat there. So, but I did want to just uh, touch base on, you know, as we know, COVID is still kind of out and about there. So I mean, it's not nearly obviously as as bad as it was. Um, you know, in 2020, but what, what are some things or are there anything that, that you guys have kind of readdressed or, or, or you know, rethought um, sure. just, just, in, you know, just because of well, what's going on? Yep. Whatever safety protocols are in place or recommended by the state will adopt and will use. Uh, it'll likely be a mask. The state will likely have a mask mandate for these public buildings in place, but we have been informed that, the facility is not going to enforce the mask mandate and they're not asking show organizers to do so. Um, so we'll have, you know, hand cleaning and that sort of thing. And we are asking attendees to be vaccinated. Look, you're coming into a public gathering. We'll have 20,000 people. Now, granted, we're spread over a million and a half square feet. So you can get a lot of distance uh, between folks, but we are asking people to be vaccinated. If you're coming to this event, there are a lot of people there. If you can't be vaccinated, wear a mask. Um, so that will be in place. And remember this about the Kentucky Exposition Center. When, when COVID first hit, um, the government did a lot of reviews of large public facilities, and they created a hospital. The Kentucky Exposition Center um, had a hospital created in it with the Corps and CDC, thinking that there would be a tremendous problem early on in the COVID debate. And that was predicated on the ability of the facility to move its air and change all of its air you know, at some rate over X hours. And so the Kentucky Exposition Center has extraordinarily good air handling equipment um, to move air around. So we're not worried about stale air. Obviously, it has a lot of doors. And, thank and thankfully for us, you know, we've got 22 acres outdoors. So the outdoors, I think people are going to feel more comfortable in. So a lot of our stuff is outdoors. But whatever protocols are required, we'll have them in place. There will likely be some food service changes. Um, 
and other things. Now we're working closely with the venue and with Levy's, the on-site caterer, so that they're incorporating whatever protocols are necessary. Wow. Well, you guys definitely have that covered. When you were talking about it, it made me think about like like airplanes, right? Like the air, the filtration system and the airflow, and they say they're like you know, safer and cleaner than, than, you know, a lot of other places. So, uh, I, you don't think about it, but yeah, that, that makes, that makes a lot of sense what you're saying about the X. And I do remember hearing that about how they created, you know, that they, they had like a hospital there and a space there. So the, clearly, you know, they're able to manage the airflow and keep things, uh, like you said, um, not, not stale and all that. So that's, that's good to know, um, for sure. Uh, so what, what, what are some, um, like maybe final takeaways or anything that, that you have, uh, for anyone, you know, to look forward to or to prepare for, for, for 2021. And if they haven't already registered and, you know, gotten a room, like, man, their time is ticking right now. Yes, <laughs> it really is. Uh, as you well know. And so if you're going to come get registered, if you need a hotel room, gosh, get it now. Um, <laughs> Most of the downtown hotels are, are full. Um, there are rooms available, of course, but uh, time is of the essence. The other thing I'd mention is you know, we've tried to make it – it's a big show. There's an awful lot of people. We have a very good drive-in audience. And so oftentimes some of the challenges have been getting in and out of the facility. So part of that, when they fixed up that outdoor area in the rear, um, they also spent millions of dollars and changed the front gate, the east gate. So the gates now are much – They've been modified. Now, they'll not be stopping. Parking's free again. Now, we're paying that. So we pay the KEC. We don't want people having to stop. So we've dramatically improved. Those gates are dramatically improved to help people get in and out of the building. They also have knocked down that awful old baseball stadium on the north side of the complex. And that's all parking now. And so that got knocked down. It all got paved. It got painted. Um, there's very good parking now on the north side, which is sort of the easy side to get in and out of, uh, off of Crittenden. Um, and you can enter now through that Skyway. And so we want to do a better job of making sure people know that that's an entrance and so you can get in out there. But the facility now has dramatically improved its ability to get in and out of it, both in a car and actually transitioning into the building. Um, so that alone, uh, we hope will help. Uh, again, we know the numbers are strong. It's going to be a big show. Exhibitors are bringing new equipment. I'm, I know of s- several. Um, and so we're looking forward to seeing you. That's all I can say. We're going to have the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. You make it a lot of fun, you and your friends. Um, and we want to hear from you um, and attendees. Is What is it that keeps you coming back? What is it you need us to do or uh, create um, that's more fun? more engaging, something else for you can learn. How can you, how can you enhance your business? So we're looking at all of those things. As you know, we, we try to keep it a dynamic environment and an evolving one. And we can do that if we hear back from you guys. Yeah, that's a good point. And, and to that point, where, where is the best place for people to give feedback? Is it the surveys that you guys email out or, cause sometimes there's like a ton of surveys from other different magazines, you know, lawn landscape, like all that stuff. So where, where's the best place uh, or best way that, that everyone could share their feedback. It, it is. It is. Well, we're going to launch a new website um, at the show for the new show in 2-2. It'll launch and be available. You'll be able to register on site. There will be a booth uh, for the new 2-2 show. You'll be able to register while you're there for uh, the 2-2 show. Um, and on that website will be a place for you to communicate to the show. Um, we want direct feedback from everybody. Uh, I've seen the site. Uh, we're testing it right now. It's a terrific site. 
it's a, it's a great, I'm telling you, we're very, very excited of what 2-2 looks like. Um, dynamic new changes uh, in the look and the feel. Um, Hardscape is doing some innovative, creative things. You know, they're co-locating with us. They'll co-locate with us through another two years. We just got that agreement put together. So it's a, dyna- it's a dynamic time. So we want you to come. We want you to be safe. We're going to do everything we can to take care of you while you're there and making sure that whatever protocols are necessary that are in place. And the venue, lastly, is a certified one. There's a, oh, I can't think of the name off the top of my head, but there's a big shop that a third party that evaluates and certifies buildings like Kentucky venues. And so they have created, so it's a, it's a clean facility. It's taken all the steps necessary uh, in, in this terrible situation. So we feel as good as we can um, with the conditions that we have that we can carry off the show safely and everybody can have a good time. That's great. So one one final thing from from me is uh, I just wanted to shed some light on what uh, Equip Magazine. What can you go go through that real real quick? Or you know, sure. Rush, we, but you know, just we, kind of shed some yeah, light yeah. on it for those who get this and they're like, well, "What is this now?" We want you to get it. So we've created a magazine. Took the place of the old show Insider two years ago. So the show we wanted it to have its own annual publication. Uh, we've had it two years now. So next year will be the debut equip of the new show. So the show has its own magazine. Um, and we want, we want your feedback on it. So, uh, it has been mailed. I think the last went out in three batches. The last batch goes out this week. or went out this week. Um, I think it went out to about 80,000 people digitally to another 150,000. It has a significant distribution on it. It's a good looking piece. Um, I got my copy. Yep, it's right you here. You got your copy. I got I my copy. You liked it. I did. <laughs> it's a high quality. You can tell by the paper stock. It's a high quality piece. It it's is. a once a year thing, right? We want it to be a good thing, and so that's also going to evolve. You'll see some of that evolution uh, on the nineteenth and through the show as we begin to talk about two two and what that the new structure looks like. But Equip Magazine is the official voice of the trade show itself. Got it. Well, that makes sense. And hopefully it makes sense to all the listeners now. So, well, thank you, Chris. I really appreciate your time and you shed light on so many things. You're always super informative. That That's why, that's why you're the guy, right? That's why you're the man. You're the president. You're what, what, what are all your titles again? <laughs> <laughs> you, had, you had them right. Okay. Um, so it's my pleasure and anything uh, I'm happy to help anytime I can. You're a great proponent of the industry and our event. And we thank you for that. And so anything I can do to to help you, and I look forward to seeing you in Louisville in just a few weeks. Well, there you have it, guys, straight from Chris Kaiser himself, the man in charge of all of this, uh, this awesome trade show that we have known to love. If you don't know what we're talking about, if you've never been, you need to go. It's not too late. You can still save 50% off by registering. Uh, you can follow the link in the, the show notes, uh, the, the episode description that you're listening to right now. You go down and you can click on the link that says show links. Uh, and then there's a whole bunch of links you know, there, uh, but you'll, you'll see right at the top there for the GIE registration and you get 50% off with code VIPLCR. So make sure you go ahead and follow all that and then you can get 50% off, which at the time of the recording of this podcast would make it $20 versus $40. But the longer you wait, the more expensive it gets. And you heard it from Chris. Uh, there's, they're running out of, out of uh, places to stay there. So you might be staying over in Indiana, you know, over on the other side of the water there, you know, 30 minutes away or so. So, which 
isn't necessarily a bad thing, but that just means you're going to be commuting back and forth a lot. And after a long, late day, you just kind of want to head five, ten minutes, you know, down the road to 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 your room so that you don't you can just kind of crash and and recharge and be ready for the next day. So. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode and hopefully you are going to the GIE. Uh, And if you are, I will see you there. This is Lawn Care Rookie signing off. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.